Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And we're the hosts of the Anxiety Chicks podcast, where we dive deep into the reality of anxiety, nutrition, and mental health. Listen as we explore all things anxiety healing while keeping it real, including our own struggles with mental health. We'll bring our expertise as healing professionals to the conversation while discussing the tools and strategies you need to heal the anxious mind. Listen to the Anxiety Chicks on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we're excited to be back here again this week for you guys. How are you, Taylor? Doing good. I feel like, okay, I don't know if this is just me, but do you feel like you're still getting started with the new year? I, I honestly, I feel like it's already been like six months. I feel like it's the middle <laughs> of the year already. I don't know why. <laughs> It I feel no, I know what you mean. <laughs> like it feels like this month has been so long. I don't know. It's also we've gotten some snow this week in Philly and we have more snow coming and I'm just like, okay, I'm already over the snow. It's it was fine, but um Are you so, snowed yeah, this, in? I mean, it's not that bad. No. I mean, yeah. we prepare, you know, really well here because, you know. Um, but you know, I just, just the more coming, it was actually nice because we hadn't had snow in a couple of years and it was nice earlier this week. It was fun. And now it's like, we're getting more. I'm just like, I don't really, really want more. Thanks. I'm good. I want spring. Thanks. Um, but anyway, yeah. So doing, doing well, um, I am really enjoying, you know, something I've been doing. I wanted to just mention is I go back and I read our reviews, um, on our podcast and I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has reviewed and subscribed and rated our podcast. Um, I just, there's, it's so nice to know that we're helping so many people um, and that there's a lot of people that just feel a lot, really less alone um, with what we talk about. And, you know, if you scroll through the reviews there, it's just like so nice to see that. But there, there's always those like, you know, couple ones that we'd always be like, okay, they definitely hate us. <laughs> or They don't like yeah. a lot of what we say. And I'm like, okay, you don't have to listen. I mean, really, if you don't enjoy it, please just go ahead. Go on with your merry self to wherever you enjoy. Um but I just wanted to say thank you. And if you feel like this podcast has really helped you, we'd really love for you to leave us a review and subscribe and rate us and share it with your friends. Um, I've been sharing so many 
I've been sharing the link to our driving anxiety episode with so many people lately. I don't know why. I feel like lately I've just been sharing, people have been telling me so much about how much anxiety they have driving. Our driving anxiety episode is awesome. Um, So go back and listen to that. But yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. And we'd love, you know, to hear from you guys if you really enjoy us. Um, If you don't enjoy us, you know, we'd love to hear from you, but maybe don't leave a mean review. Maybe just like email us. We're sensitive, okay? (laughs) Instead, okay? I mean, hello. We're anxious about it. Hello, if you don't know yet, we're anxious. Um, Anyway, and I've been getting some really positive feedback about our episode last week about caretaking anxiety Mm -hmm. and just like learning more about aging and with taking care of your parents or a loved one that's sick or someone else you know that just you take care of and just the anxiety goes into it. So. Go listen to that if you haven't. Um, but today we have one of our most popular episodes, our Q&A, which I'm really excited about. We have some good questions. I know. It, it's so crazy. It was supposed I always, to be last week. <laughs> I know. Sorry, guys. I, I look at the questions we get and I'm always like, um, oh my gosh. Oh. I think my dog well, needs to go outside. Doggy wanted to wanted to have a little, little debut. I'm sorry, Izzy. I might need to like pause this for a minute and take her outside and come back if that's okay. okay. So a lot of you know that I have gut issues, especially when my anxiety is out of control. I've talked about it multiple times on this podcast. And when it comes to gut issues, I really, really need to focus on my eating and my nutrition, which is why I really love Green Chef. I need to focus on clean eating and gut-friendly recipes, and Green Chef is a meal kit company that offers a range of unique farm-fresh recipes that are actually nutritionist-approved. Green Chef recipes are packed with clean ingredients that support your healthy lifestyle, and they suit your food preferences. So if you're keto or paleo or vegan or vegetarian or gluten-free, or maybe you're just looking to eat more balanced meals or just regulate your gut a little more like me, Green Chef actually offers organic whole fruits and veggies and premium proteins that are specific to your diet, which is amazing. Green Chef is committed to providing a holistic approach to nutrition by offering wholesome foods that don't just satisfy your hunger, but they support a healthy lifestyle. I just got this prosciutto mozzarella pita pizza recipe a couple weeks ago. And let me just tell you how easy it was to make, but also the prosciutto was so fresh and they give you the small portions of mozzarella. They give you like two different packets. So I made two different meals out of it. Um, I didn't want huge portions and it was so easy to follow. And I actually didn't even put a lot of cheese on it either. Um, But they give you this fig spread and it just, the combination of all of it was so wonderful. And I felt so good after it. Um, You could just tell that the ingredients were whole and fresh. And it was honestly one of my favorite meals I've had in a long time. Go to greenchef.com slash 60anxietychicks and use code 60anxietychicks to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Once again, that's go to greenchef.com slash 
anxiety chicks and use code 60 anxiety chicks to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, we're back. Thank you. <laughs> so I was telling Taylor why we had to pause for this. I'm sorry. My dog, like two or three days ago, I, it was totally fine. And I went to the gym and I came home and I put her in the same place every time I leave. I put her in my room. She just chills on my bed. But I do have like a couple blankets on my beds where she sits, not just right on my sheets and stuff. And I come home and there's like puke and like poop all over my floor. She definitely knew. Hey, at not least she know. got off your bed. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was one pile of puke on the corner of my bed, which was fine. Oh. But like mostly on my floor. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? I was like, so where I'm like, what's going on? Are you okay? I didn't even like, like how see much? It. Oh my god. It was a lot. It was like it was a lot. I'm not gonna like gross people out. But <laughs> but like she was totally fine. She came out, she's like, hi, you know, she's like looking for food. I mean, she was literally completely normal. And I'm like, did she eat something? I was like looking through. I'm like, there's nothing. We- I don't know. Maybe she had a bug. So then I, yeah, anyway, so that day I did have to take her. She did have a little bit more diarrhea, but the it's, it was like two days ago. So now I'm like, worry. I don't want her to, <laughs> I'm still like vigilant about when I know she has to go outside. So she did, but thank you anyway. Okay, we're back. How was Let's, it when she went normal or she was so fine. gross? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, no, it wasn't like diarrhea or anything. So I, I don't know. Maybe she's just sick of the snow and not walking long. Like <laughs> we haven't yeah. been able to take long walks, you know? Yeah. So I think she's a little cabin fever, the shining, you know? Uh, okay, so let's get started. Let's get started. Let's get started. Me or you? I'm going to start with mine because I've been like feeling, I just feel like this is like on the top of my head and um, I just want to get to it. So Ange Sims 4 says, what are some strategies for dealing with the fear of living alone? All right. So here's the thing. I think that there's a difference between like being alone and like feeling lonely right? Because you can live in a family of like six or 10 and still feel very lonely in it, right? Um, Or you can live alone and feel like your life is really abundant and not like feel lonely, Uh, feel, you know, lonely. But I think when it comes to like a fear of of living alone, like that's what it says here. So like fear of living alone. In my mind, I think of like, is there more of a fear of being by yourself, right? Like, is there something about being by yourself that scares you? Maybe it's not even just like you're single, but maybe, you know, your husband's traveling for work or like your wife or partner, whatever, is traveling and you're alone for four days. And are you really scared of being by yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that sometimes 
that's like a question you have to ask yourself. Is there really a fear of just like being by yourself somewhere? And if you're living by yourself, is there more of a fear of like, oh, is someone going to break in? Or, you know, I work with some clients that are really scared of that aspect of it. Like if they've had any trauma in their past about, you know, living in certain environments where there's maybe thefts or like there's break-ins or they're really scared of like something bad happening to them. Even if it wasn't like that type of trauma, but they had some other type of something happen in their life that that they weren't in control, that they, there was an assault or something happened to them. They can feel really scared and hypervigilant that like someone, someone's going to come in at any time. And it's really, really scary to be alone. And so I would definitely take a look at that too, definitely with a therapist and a professional if it does have to do with like maybe the trauma of that. Um and and recognize like if there if that is a deeper issue like the trauma piece because that really does need to be um, worked on with like a professional. If it's something if it's something like I said before that you're single and like you just like really are looking for a partner and you're feeling lonely and you don't really like to be in where you live by yourself a lot because you're just missing other people and you're feeling like you want a partner and that makes you feel sad, then there's lots of things you can do for that. I mean, one, if it's, if it's, and I don't even care how old you are, but if you're really, and I did this actually um, before I left the city, I had lived alone for probably like five years or something. And I decided I wanted to live in a different part of the city that was more expensive. And, but like, I wanted to live in a high rise. So I actually had roommates for like six years. I had a couple different roommates, but I was like, I kind of want to live with a roommate. And I did that. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Now, we own ha- we both had our own like private bathrooms and stuff like that. So I don't know if I'd be able to, as I get older, like share a lot of that stuff. But think about, you know, maybe is getting a roommate and seeing if that would be something that would be cool to you. I don't know. I really liked it. Um, but now I've lived alone for like seven years and I don't really feel lonely. I don't feel scared here because I also live in a condo community. So that can be something that might be helpful. I live in a community that's like apartment complexes. So there's people in all different apartments. I'm attached to, you know, different people across the hall and stuff. So I actually feel safe in this environment, knowing I have a lot of neighbors, I know where they are and they're very close to me. So that makes me feel safe too. Um, but I just schedule a lot of time with friends. I'm really active in the gym. I love my job. Like I make sure I interact with people every day. And like, I do give that time to myself to just for my alone time. Cause I'm definitely an ambivert. Like I don't love to be around people all the time, but you have to just make an effort and motivate yourself to actually be social. And that really helps me too. So hopefully I answered that question. No, I think that was good. I think you can answer that question better than anyone. I feel like you're very secure in living alone and you you never really seem lonely or like you're missing anything. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do. And but the the fact is though I'm very aware of it and I talk about it a lot. So I also have the plat I have the, my anxiety healer platform where I talk to a lot of people about it and that actually helps me. So when I feel lonely, I talk about it and I tell people I'm feeling lonely. I contact some my support system and I say, I kind of feel like I just need to come over. Like, can we talk for a couple of minutes? And so I understand too that like feeling lonely is very temporary, right? Like all feelings. I'll feel lonely for a little and that's okay, but I know I'm not alone. I definitely know that. So that's huge support systems. Yeah. And I 
I feel, okay, I feel like we need to do an updated dating episode. I need to hear. <laughs> totally. I have I have a date tonight, actually. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, right. so we'll, we'll have we'll to do, do an updated episode. We'll do that, yeah. All right, next question. Were you ever nervous to try supplements or CBD for your anxiety? Uh, yes, I had horrific health anxiety, guys, to where I thought everything was going to hurt me or cause an issue, but... I feel like I've talked about this a little bit on my Instagram before that like I could and I did for a long time wake up every day and just keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result, which is what I was doing. I was waking up living in health anxiety every single day and expecting to get better. And the thing I found out, it took literally my parents having like an intervention with me and being like, you're either going to try to do something to help yourself, whatever you think you can find, or we're going to make you start medication because this isn't going to work anymore. Like they were just like, I think I've, I've said this story before, but they were just done. Like they, and rightfully so, like I was causing so many medical bills. I was causing so much stress to everybody. And I mean, I couldn't help myself. I, I was also going through it mentally. And so I got to a point where they said, you either get something going or medication. And my biggest fear was medication because of my past with just a high dose birth control. And then the Adderall and Vyvanse, I just like was very, very scared of something happening again to me. So I, I looked into whatever would give me the least amount of side effects basically. And I said, okay, I'm willing to try this. And let me tell you, I created so many scenarios in my head. The first time I ever tried it, I was like, Oh no, like, I'm feeling all these things and it's like, yes, your anxiety is going to try and play tricks on you when you do start taking a supplement. I, I almost 100% guarantee it. And I've had people say this. They're like, oh, I took such and such and I felt like, you know, like my skin was hot and I was sweaty and my heart was racing. And I'm like, yep, yep, that's anxiety. Give it a little time. And it's funny because I felt the same way and then I gave it a little bit of time and I was like, oh, wow, like... I feel calm or odd. This is odd. I never felt different. And I think that's a, the people's biggest fear is that they're going to take something and feel, you should never feel like if, it, I mean, if it's a medication prescribed to you maybe, but like a supplement should never make you feel weird. Meaning you should never feel out of it. Or, I mean, unless you're taking like melatonin or NyQuil during the day, but don't recommend that. But Basically, you should never feel odd. And that's the thing. I think a lot of times people take something and they expect this like weird feeling and that freaks them out because they like with anxiety, we like to be in control, right? So when I took this medication or not medication, but when I took this supplements and I was like, oh, wow, I don't feel weird. I still feel like I have control. I still feel like myself. Oh, the only difference is I feel less anxiety. I feel calmer. I feel like I can actually start putting in the work on my mental health. Because when you're in a constant panic attack state, you're never going to put in any work that is effective for your mental health. You have to be in a rational mindset to start actually doing the work to help yourself long-term. During a panic attack, you can't help yourself. I'm sorry. you just There's no healing anxiety in that moment. You're just literally trying to get through that panic attack to not make it to the hospital. So all in all, I would say supplements are really safe. I mean, and I was, trust me, I was the most anxious person about taking things because it's weird, it's different, and you feel like you're going to lose control. But at the end of the day, if you're taking a well-known supplement or a, I definitely don't recommend buying things off of Amazon and, you know, just hail marrying it. But like looking into like 
real quality, high grade supplements and trusting that you're not going to feel odd and the likelihood of having something happen to you from a supplement is very, very, very low. And running it by your doctor, running it by a pharmacist and like maybe not a, if if it's a supplement, sometimes you might have to run it through a holistic doctor, but yeah, just just trusting the process that you're going to be okay and that it's it's good for you and you're making the right move in healing and trust me it it, it works out in the long run. Allison, do you feel that way too? Were you ever scared to take supplements? Yeah, I n- not really because I I always wanted to because I'm such a holistic practitioner, I always researched really well and wanted to and and recognized that supplements are very like non-invasive um even yes. though it really varies from person to person but um i did I, I was never really like truly scared but i also am not really i don't have anxiety about taking medication either so that's okay. not like where my anxiety lies so i never yeah. really know um <clears throat> but i will say definitely you know if you are feeling more anxious about it go to like an integrative practitioner Mm -hmm. or like a naturopath or something and find someone who understands supplements and who wants to actually help you with them and teach you about them. Yes. Um, A lot of Western doctors don't and they don't approve of them. So yeah, not great. Um, Okay. That was great. Are you good? Next one. Okay. Um, All right. So this is one that might be helpful for all of you, especially in um, the Northeast right now um, in in the United States uh, or anyone that, you know, the days are getting well, they're not getting longer, but the days that are short. Anyway. okay. this person asks, how can you deal with seasonal depression? Okay, so I actually just did a whole Instagram live um, about this on my subscription, my subscribers page. So go subscribe to the Anxiety Healer if you want to watch it. Um, But, you know, so many of my subscribers were requesting this topic because it is so common, especially this time of year when the days are short and it's cold and there's not as much sunlight. You're not outside as much. And It's just a very real what happens to our brains when we're not exposed to the outdoors and exposed to sunlight. Um, And it it really is, it can can cause more depressive symptoms. Um, And we're isolating ourselves more because we're cold. And I'll say cold, but, and it's dark and we're cold. Um, And I know this is something that I've actually struggled with a lot. I think, so I'm going to talk a little bit about what you can do. Here are some like practical things that I'm just going to go down that you can try. Again, not everyone is going, not all of these things are going to be helpful for everybody, but um, they definitely have proven to help with seasonal depression for the most part. Um, Okay. So you want to really make sure that you are aware of your sleep patterns and you want to create a healthy sleep schedule and a sleep environment. I mean, this is true all year round, but specifically for this time of year, um, really kind of like waking up and going to bed at the same time, waking up a little bit earlier also can be helpful. Um, and just really maintaining that healthy circadian rhythm type of sleep. Um, 
something that I love that I've done every day for the past couple weeks, it should be for maybe like 20 to 30 minutes a day as I use my therapy lamp or my light box. Um, this is something that you can get on Amazon. Um, I have, go to the link in my bio and I have my storefront and there's a couple different light boxes um, there that get really good reviews. But essentially, this is so effective because it radiates light that you're not supposed to sit and stare at it, by the way. Um, and it, it, you turn it on for like 20 to 30 minutes a day. You should probably be within like 10 to 15 feet of it. I actually keep it on sometimes when I'm like cleaning and stuff and it still feels like it's effective for me. So I don't know. Um, but it, it tricks your brain into believing that basically you're getting sunlight. It's a different type of, of light that you're getting and your brain believes that it is getting its, its you know, vitamin D that it needs and that it's bright and it's sunny out. And it's been really, really effective for a lot of people. So um, I use that during these months all the time. Um, okay. You also want to make sure that you're putting like nourishing food in your body during this time of year. Um, of course, warmer foods can feel a lot more comforting. So vegetable soups and a lot of veggies. And again, good for the all year round, but especially this time of year, you want this nourishment. You want to make sure that you're getting the energy that you need from foods because you might be lacking energy that you would normally have outside of this season. Um, I think f for me, a lot of you know, like candles and like scents to me are are always so calming and cozy. Um, of course, if you have allergies or something, be careful and use soy candles, all that stuff. I don't even use like regular candles anymore. Um, they're all natural, but just having certain like scents around me. I mean, like lavender is so helpful. So I'll always use like lavender, like a natural lavender spray or essential oil on my pillow and just have that kind of going with in my house a lot. Um, another thing that I do all year round, but especially now is I take my vitamin D supplements. So piggybacking offing off that last question, my vitamin D supplement is huge for me and my brain chemistry. When I had my, you know, blood work done, I was very deficient in it. So I knew I needed that. So I take like two pumps of it during this time of year instead of one. Um, and it's like this serum stuff. I don't know. I put it under my tongue. It tastes good. And um, that really helps. And then the other thing that is 1,000%, 1,000% I make sure I do every day is I move my body. I mean, you guys all know how much I talk about moving my body all year. Yes. But this time of year, it's so important for me to get that energy. And I'll actually make myself leave my apartment and go to the gym so I actually get out um, and I will kind of count down from five. I'll do the whole Mel Robbins, like five, four, three, two, one. I get up, I put all my stuff and I go to the gym and I'm not like doing this whole, you know, intense cardio thing. No, I just go to the gym. I walk for 30 minutes. I do some weights and then I get around people and it energizes me. So whatever you can do to move your body during this time, you have to continuously keep doing that. Okay. Those are my suggestions. I love that. You're so you're so good with this stuff. Okay. <laughs> Next question. Let's see here. How can I best support my husband who has health anxiety often? And I get this question a lot about supporting someone who has health anxiety. And I think that 
I think that's one of the toughest things you can do because you know how irrational they're being, but telling them they're irrational isn't going to help them and it's probably going to make them feel worse. And they are in such a irrational state of mind that they truly believe what they're thinking is actually happening to them and that you're just against them. That's how I felt when I was going through it. I felt like my parents just didn't care. They were against me. They weren't listening to me. You always feel like no one's listening to you. Everyone's against you. Everyone thinks you're like lying. It's the weirdest thoughts because you're so convinced that something bad is happening to you and that no one's taking you seriously. So I think the best thing you can do if you're if you have a loved one who's going through it is just rather than talking about the medical issues, rather than you know, listening to all the symptoms, listen, yeah, listen, but don't try and give advice. I think like, you know, if someone's like complaining like, oh, like I'm really worried about my heart palpitations, like I really feel like something's wrong with me and you like reiterating like, dude, you just had like an EKG, a Holter monitor done, an echo done and you're like still acting this way, like how? Like you've had, you've been cleared by all the doctors and you're still acting this way. It just makes someone who's struggling with health anxiety feel very small. And that's how I felt a lot. I felt very small on top of what I was already going through. And so I think just being like, and even doing it in like a calm manner, like I know that this, I know this one guy, he actually put together a binder for his wife of all her like test results. And like every time she would, and like made like a, um, a little cover sheet page that had like where she could flip to. And like, it would be like, oh, if she was worrying about something she could flip to that page and it's like look you've already had this checked out here's some advice to like help you in this moment and like that's how he felt he could support her and she said she would often use that binder actually it actually really helped her rather than him just like yelling at her here's all you've had done and you've been cleared sometimes it takes that person seeing it with their own physical eyes you almost forget what a doctor said to you and you almost like think that everyone's just trying to blow you off so i think just you know, and even like asking the person, how can I best support you? What do I do that you feel triggers you more? What do I say that maybe makes you feel small? Uh, what are some words I can use that make you feel more supported? Um, and maybe joining a support group. Facebook is full of so many groups nowadays. And I'm pretty sure there's groups that are out there that are supporting how to support loved ones with anxiety and just knowing it's okay to vent to others that it's a lot because it is a lot being a caretaker for someone who's struggling, especially mentally, because you just know, you know, one side of them and then, you know, this other side of them and it makes you sad seeing them in such an irrational state. So I totally get the want to just immediately help them, but sometimes that's not the answer. Um, Allison, do you have anything to add yeah. to that? No, I love that. I mean, just getting extra support 100%. And I think, I think being able to not try and fix something, right? Just kind of sitting with someone who has a lot of this, these anxieties, whether it's health anxiety or another type, and recognizing like helping them, helping them understand that they're safe, even though they might be, be having a lot of these thoughts, that they're still safe where they are. And really just that support system can be huge. So yeah, no, I love what you said. Okay. Yeah. Are we good? Yes. Okay. Um, so I have I have two two more questions. One is a very s quick answer, so I'll, I'll do that one first, and then I'll answer the next one. Um, one person asked, "How can I help with COVID anxiety?" So COVID has been 
you know, we've had COVID has just been a lot more prevalent lately, again, for a lot of people. Um, Fortunately, people are recovering, but it's still really affecting and people don't, there's people with long COVID now too. And so there's a lot of ways that I think COVID are affecting our immune system and affecting us that we don't know about yet. Um, But more and more people are still now, yes, having anxiety about it and getting it even for the first time too. Um, So how can you help with it? Well, I'm going to tell you because we have a couple episodes about COVID anxiety and that's going to be my answer is to listen to that episode. (laughs) And I'm actually trying to look for it. Um, I know it was like kind of in 2020. Do you remember, Taylor? Uh, I was was like in the beginning. I think it was like episode... Okay. Well, episode two of our podcast, we're on like almost 200. Episode two, we definitely talk about conquering coronavirus chaos, like what it was like to have it. Um, But it wasn't necessarily like how to help with the anxiety. Uh, It kind of is. So listen to episode two for sure. Um, And then I'll have Taylor look up to see if you can find the other COVID episode while I'm answering this next question. All right. Okay. Okay. The next question is, I keep having the same uncomfortable thoughts. How can I stop thinking about them? Okay. So we actually have a good episode about that too for intrusive thoughts. Um, But the truth is when it comes to uncomfortable thoughts and it comes to thoughts in general that we have, we have over about probably like 50 to 70,000 thoughts every day, whether they're in our conscious or subconscious, we have so many thoughts every day. And the truth of the matter is thoughts are just thoughts. Thoughts are thoughts. They do not have power. So we might have thoughts that are actually really scary and really uncomfortable. We might have intrusive thoughts of things that we, you know, want to do and like want to see or scary things that we're like, oh my gosh, why am I even thinking this right now? Why am I having this thought? And sometimes the, the, the actually thinking about the thought is what's scary. And you have to kind of just train yourself to, to say, wow, I, okay, this thought is coming to my brain. I acknowledge it. I see it. It's floating by, right? Thoughts just float kind of like a cloud or it's like a stream. They float like leaves or like fish. They're fi- I like to I like the analogy of it. Like my thoughts are like all these little tiny goldfish in a pond and they're just all like floating around so quickly all over the place and I'm just like an observer on the ground outside of the pond looking into the pond. And I, and it really helps me because I'm just like, oh, there goes another one. There's, wow, that one is swimming really fast. That one's just like racing so fast. But then it just like flies and that goes away. And then another one comes in. And so for me, it's a really good analogy to help me understand that I'm an observer of them. Um, I'm not my thoughts. I'm sort of detached from them. I can see them and I acknowledge they're there, but they can't really hurt me. I'm sort of just like there watching them. Um, I do have some control over my thoughts, right? Like I can maybe pick up one of those fish and hold it in my hand and try and nurture it and say, okay, it's okay. You're racing around. Um, I know you're feeling like you obviously you're feeling sad or you're feeling anxious about something and I'll nurture that thought, right? I'll try, I'll try and reframe it. Um, but really you have to just learn to accept, acknowledge and observe them. And that's kind of the best advice I would have for that. Um, Sitting with your discomfort too is huge. So being able to just acknowledge what you're feeling and sitting with that feeling and knowing how to feel safe with that feeling is really helpful. Okay. Did you find the episode, Taylor? 
any yes, chance? It is. We actually have a couple. We have 49 COVID anxiety, 61, the chicks had COVID, 65 post COVID setbacks and how to handle them. Perfect. So for anyone with COVID anxiety, check out those episodes. And also, if you're if you want more um, insight into how to stop intrusive thoughts, episode forty one, intrusive thoughts and how to stop them, is a very popular good episode. So go back and listen to that too. Yeah, very good. Okay, how many more questions do you have? I'm done. You're done. Okay, yeah. last one. Are you ever worried your health anxiety will come back? And I think that if you live in that state of mind constantly worried about something mental coming back into your life rather than accepting that it could or could it could any day or could not is the healthy way to think of it. I live every day like, you know, I could have a setback. I don't live every day in fear of having that setback because if you live in that feeling of fear of it coming back, it's most likely going to just like come back or that constant subconscious thought of living in that fear is going to trigger some type of, you know, feeling symptoms or something. So the more you look at it as I am okay with it coming back into my life rather than being fearful of it is the right way to look at it for me personally. Yeah. No, I love that. I mean, that reminds me of another episode we did about death anxiety (laughs) and how it's like, it keeps us from living right? The fear of dying keeps us from living. And I think the fear of a lot of stuff with health anxiety, you know, that is the underlying root of that is really fear of death. And so if you can work to reprogram your brain and reprogram your body to recognize that every day you want to focus on living and how you're living your life in that moment, I think that's when like mindfulness can really come can be so beneficial is is making a practice every day of whatever that mindfulness practice looks like for you to train your brain to be more present and to train your brain to understand that you want to live and you want to focus on the life you have right this second and right this moment um, and less about focusing on those intrusive thoughts that only worry about the future or the past. You really want to start and practice training your brain to focus on the moment for sure. Yeah. Awesome. I like that. Those were good questions. I know. I love it. Um, So we have lots of good stuff coming up. Taylor and I are going to talk soon about like different topics we have coming up and guests we have coming up. Um, Please follow us at the Anxiety Chicks and the Anxiety Healer, health underscore anxiety. Go out and buy the Anxiety Healer's Guide. I'm almost done my second one. I'll tell you all about it when it happens. Um, And I do have courses I'm working on. I know I said that, but I had to push it back a little bit because of my book. But I'm really focusing on it now. And oh, and also I had COVID. I don't know if I said this. Did I say it last time? I actually had COVID over Christmas. Yeah. No, wait, I did. You right? said it the okay. first week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So I had to push stuff back because of that too. Um, but yeah, leave us reviews, follow, you know, all that good stuff. If you have any questions, theanxietychicks at gmail.com. Feel free to reach out. We get back as much as we can. We promise, we promise. Um, but we love you guys and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.